This is the Jesus Habit Podcast, where we're using scripture and science to make your new nature in Christ second nature. Well, hello, everyone. I'm, I bet you're sitting around wondering what in the world has happened to the Jesus Habit Podcast. Why haven't I heard anything about it for a while? Well, uh, we've been on a break. I mentioned that at the end of our last season. I guess you could call it our first season, our first 70-day journey together. It's technically a 90-day journey, but we don't do uh, devotionals every day of the journey. But I wanted to just hop on here real quick and let you know some of the stuff that's happening and coming for 2020 with the Jesus Habit Podcast. Now, if you don't know this, I am the senior pastor of a little church in Vancouver, Washington called 6-8 Church. And a lot of the material that I share on this podcast is actually material that I'm creating for our church and we're using in this journey, and they're gracious enough to let me share it with you, uh, the World Wide Web, everyone out here on the interwebs, and... Uh, and so I get to share it with everyone, which is really cool of the church to allow me to do that. Uh, but it's in conjunction with what we're doing here at 6A Church. So in, a, in a, a week or so, on January 19th, we're going to be starting our next 90-day journey together as a church, which means we will also be starting up our next you know season of the Jesus Habit Daily Devotional. And this one's going to be a little bit different than our last one. This one is going to be based on a book by Timothy Keller called The Reason for God. The reason for God. So if you want to participate in it, I would highly, highly, highly recommend ordering that book right now on Amazon. It's $9.99. Uh, no, I'm not trying to get you to buy it from me or anything like that. I'm not making a dime. I'm, I'm not an affiliate of his or anything like that. But if you would, you know, just hop over to Amazon, order that book, The Reason for God by Timothy Keller. We're going to basically use a chapter each week to guide this next 90-day journey that we're going to go on. And then I'll write, I will be writing daily devotionals to guide us through that. But if you if you weren't around for the first time, then you may not understand that the Jesus habit is not just a daily devotional. Now that's that's kind of what it what it, it might seem like it boils down to if you're just doing the if you're just you know con, consuming the daily devotional part of of the podcast. But but there's really there's a whole process behind the Jesus habit that we put into place here at Six A Church. And last time we tried to get a, a few people involved in that process. And if you're interested in that, I'd love for you to send me an email um, David at 6achurch.com. And and I would love to invite you into that and share with you whatever we can to help you on that journey. The the obviously, you know, the reading the book and uh and following along with the devotional every day is gonna be a huge step in the right direction if you're if you're not doing anything. But this book by Timothy Keller actually addresses, excuse me, <clears throat> addresses some of the the biggest questions people have about Christianity. And what I've discovered and what our people have told me is that we want to be able to invite people to Christ. We want to be able to share our faith. We want to be able to invite people to church, but but whenever, you know, whenever we start to talk about our faith or Jesus or the church or any of those things, questions come up. And people have a lot of questions. There are a lot of questions about Christianity, a lot of questions about the church, about the Bible, about Jesus. And a lot of times those questions don't get answered because they're difficult. Now, one thing I do know is that God is big enough to handle our questions. So for those of us who already believe, God is not surprised by our struggles. 
In fact, Jesus himself answered a man's prayer for his own son when he said to Jesus, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, and Jesus healed that man. So, we're going to be starting this series, and we're dealing with these questions like, can there really be just one true religion? How could a good God allow suffering? Why is the church responsible for so much injustice? And how can a loving God send people to hell? And, and several more questions. Now, I want to tell you I am not an expert. I've studied these ideas and topics for quite some time, but I am not an expert. I do not have perfect answers to all these questions. But what we're going to try to do is to frame the discussion and set the foundation for why these questions aren't actually a roadblock to believing in Jesus and his church. So that's what the focus of the next 90-day journey is going to be. And I think you'll discover pretty quickly that having that book by Timothy Keller is going to be a pretty good resource to have. So you might as well just go ahead and order it now and have it ready. And you can read the introduction in the first chapter and be set up for the first week when we kick off on January 19th. Our first episode here will be January 20th, uh, so that's just just a, a week and a half away. But but again, I, I want to uh, just kind of remind you that that uh, this is this is something that it's good if you do it with someone else. You know, if you want it, I would encourage you to find somebody else to go through this book and this journey with. Um, we'll be posting the sermons for these on our church website, 68church.com, the number six, the number eight church.com. So you can head over there on, uh, I'm trying to get it up on Sunday afternoon at Pacific time. So Sunday evening for those on the East Coast, you'll be able to listen to the sermon there's all kinds of resources uh, that we're going to be sharing, but um, this is going to be something that is going to be most beneficial if you do it with someone else. So maybe find one or two people that you work with, that you see every day in the office, where you can have conversations about these kinds of things. And I would encourage you to find some people in your life who don't believe that you can, you know, hopefully that you're in a good, loving relationship with, that they're not going to, you know, kick you out of their life if you start bringing up some of these things. But but to put yourself in a situation where you can have conversations and set it up with the premise that you're not trying to convert them, you're not trying to win them over, you just want to be able to have a discussion. And this is something I'm going to be writing about on my blog, davidlinder.net, um, where we're, I'm going to be talking about heading into this election year, 2020, some of the things that we can do as Christians to not lose our witness, which some of us have already done. We're going to have to try to regain it, to not lose our witness in 2020 with the election. And I'm also going to be writing about um, how do we how do we have civil disagreements? Because it doesn't seem like that's a possibility anymore. We don't seem to be able to have discussions and dialogue with people who disagree with us. We don't seem to be able to have a discussion with someone on the other side of a line, you know, something we believe and they believe on the other side. We, we don't seem to be able to have these discussions anymore. And so I'm going to be trying to lay out some of those things that will help us be able to have discussions with people that we disagree with and not at the same time feel like we're trying to convert or win someone over. But, at the, but for us as followers of Jesus Christ, we need to be able to talk to people about our faith, and we need to be able to do it in a way that's unoffensive. So that's going to be woven throughout this series as well. So this is all coming. It's all coming. Um, hopefully there'll be some books coming. The Like Christ book, which was the first series, will be coming out hopefully by the end of January. That'll be available on Amazon.com. That was kind of the first series that we did with this 90-day journey process. We'll uh, be posting and sharing information, not only how you can get the book, but if you want to if you want to go through that 90-day journey and all the podcasts and all the stuff, we're, we're going to make those available as well. And some lots of information will be coming. 
But the whole goal, the whole purpose of this is to try to help us make our new nature in Christ second nature. And I just, I just wanted to start off really quick and remind us that, that, that right now our, our human nature is what's second nature to us. If, you've, if we haven't spent a lot of time developing our new nature in Christ— then right now, our, our human nature, our fallen nature, our selfish nature, our broken nature, that's all what's going to come natural to us. That's what's second nature, right? So, so what we need to do is we're actually going to have to go through a training process of untraining and unlearning some of these old habits that are, that are bogging us down, that are keeping us you know, loaded up within the, the worldly way of thinking and the secular way of thinking. And we need to unlearn some of that and, and start to rewire and retrain our brain with the Jesus habit. The, the, the Jesus habit, and what you'll discover is the Jesus habit is not just one thing, it's a whole way of life. It's, it's, it's a whole way of living. And, but Jesus had a life, and you can see through his life that he had a habit, he had a habitual way of doing things. And that's what we try to do, is we try to take some of those things that Jesus did, and the way he lived his life, and we try to, over the course of 90 days, Put them into practice in our lives. And, and the hope is that oh, as we start to accumulate more of these 90-day journeys together, the more we do them, the more the Jesus habit will become second nature. But it's the start of a new year, right? So this is, this is the prime time to, to, to start off something new. Now, uh, I actually kind of like that we're starting this on January 19th, the podcast on January 20th, because that gives us enough time to fail at our New Year's resolutions, and then pick up the ball and get serious about it, right? It's like, so we can try for the first, you know, 15, 20 days, you know, to be that perfect person and use willpower and fail at our New Year's resolution and get that out of the way. And now on January 19th and 20th, we can like pick up and do the real thing. And, and what, what I want you to know is that it's a lot easier than you think. And it just starts with some small steps. Now, what I'm about to share is not my not my idea. These are ideas that are kind of put together from a lot of people. But the the context for becoming like Christ, the the surrounding environment, the supportive environment for becoming like Christ is as important as anything. Now we've focused in the church primarily on content for hundreds of years. But we have given very little time to the idea of the context, the surrounding environment for becoming a follower of Jesus Christ, for becoming a disciple. Now, a very simple way to think about this, if you've ever read Atomic Habits, great book, if you want to pick it up, that'd be a good habit book to read. But he talks about, you know, starting small, some small incremental habits and things that we can do. And so, what I would encourage you to do is, you know, if you've never had a good habit, say, of reading the Bible, you know, if you've never read the Bible every day, if you've never had a habit of reading scripture every day, what I would like to encourage you to think of it this way. Pick Pick a time and a place where you're going to do this. Ideally, tack it on to something else you're currently doing. You know, put it right after something else you already have a habit of doing every day. So, you know, let's say, for example, you eat breakfast every day. Well, add your, your Bible reading habit onto the back end of your already existing breakfast habit. So give yourself, you know, just, you know, maybe just set up, you know, bring your Bible to the to the breakfast table or wherever you eat breakfast. If you're eating breakfast in your car, maybe you're going to have to work a little harder, harder to do this. But, you know, um, whatever, wherever you eat breakfast, 
bring your Bible with you. And, and, and what I want you to do, if you will, I ask you to think about doing this. I can't force you to do it, but bring your Bible and just read one verse. Just start off really, really small. You know, get your Bible out, read one verse. Maybe use the YouVersion Bible app and read one verse. Just read the verse of the day. And and for the first week, two weeks, even three weeks, do just that. Just just start to develop and, and get some, because it's really important to build some positive associations for the new habits you want to create before you go, you know, hog wild at it. So for the first two or three weeks of this journey, I would encourage you, and you can start it right now, but, you know, for the first two or three weeks, I'd really encourage you to just Pick a time and a place right after you do something you do every day. Maybe it's when you get into your job, you know, to your office, whatever you do, and, and you come into your office and you get a cup of coffee. Well, after you get your cup of coffee, you know, sit down, read one verse out of the Bible. This might, this might be weird, uncomfortable, and awkward and something I shouldn't say, but maybe you just do it while you're using the bathroom. A lot of people, uh, like 65% or something of content that's consumed on social media is consumed on the toilet. I know that's kind of gross, more information than you wanted to think about, but it's the truth. So, so you know, make that, make that a habit. You're all, you do that every day, so while you're doing that, um, go ahead and just pull out your phone and read the, the verse of the day and just, just start to build a positive association in your mind of doing that with success. Success, right? Do it with some success. And and once you get that kind of as a, a habit for two or three weeks in your life, then maybe add another verse. And then over the course of the 90 days, which is 13 weeks, the 12 or 13 week, 14 week journey we're going to be on, you know, just add a verse, you know, every couple of weeks once you get used to it. And eventually by the time you get to the end of the 90 days, you might be reading half a chapter. It wouldn't be hard for you at that point to go ahead and read a whole chapter. What I think you'll discover is if you pay attention to the environment, does the environment around you support this new habit? For instance, you know, you may not want to sit right in front of the TV to try to read the Bible. If the TV's on, you might be distracted. So sit somewhere where you can't see a TV or a screen. You might have a hard time if you're using your phone to, to not get distracted. So maybe you want to use an actual physical Bible and, and pick out a, a book of the Bible like Mark and just read it one verse at a time and just read your verse and, and, and check it off and, and move on. So the environment, does the environment support it? Um, but also... Do you have people, do you have friends in your life who will help support this? Because the friends, the people that you're around are also critically important. So don't do it in a place where, you know, don't do it at work if you've got a lot of non-believing friends who are going to make fun of you for doing that. You know, if you've never had that habit and that's where you try to start doing it, you know, the mockery of your friends who kind of give you a hard time and rub on you might eventually keep you from doing that. So so don't do it there. Find a place where you can do it and, and the friends will support you in it or at least not be a hindrance to you. And, and just, just give yourself, uh, you know, a, a, a fighting chance at developing this habit. Make it easy. Don't don't jump in head first and read you know all, you know seventeen chapters the first day because just like with a workout, you're going to kill yourself and you won't want to come back and do it. Start off small so you feel successful, and then lastly, um, this might seem silly, but I encourage you to reward yourself. Give yourself some kind of a reward. It may be something as silly and simple as high fiving yourself. Uh, you know, say out loud to yourself, "Good job, way to go." Uh, it's going to feel silly to do that, but it actually starts to help wire your brain in the right way for rewarding you for doing these good things. You know, maybe give yourself, you know, an M&M, eat an M&M after doing, I don't know, whatever, whatever feels like a reward. If you're trying to lose weight, I wouldn't go too, too overboard with the chocolate and sugar if that's your New Year's resolution. But, but give yourself a little reward. And for the first three weeks, six weeks, find some way to reward yourself for doing it and sticking with it. 
Um, if you miss a day, don't try to catch up. Just start the next day where you left off. Because what happens if you miss a day and then you miss another day, then you then you and you're trying to catch up. Then the weight of catching up keeps you from doing it. So don't put the pressure on yourself to keep up. These are all some really simple tips I think to help you stick stick with this new habit. So, um, you know, these just just work on it intentionally, right? Because we're not going to become like Christ by accident. We have to actually start to create space. And the reason we work on these habits, the Jesus habit, the reason we do this is be- is not because we want to become religious about doing these things in our life. It's actually because we want to create space for God in our lives. And most of the time, we haven't been intentional about creating space. We've, we've filled our lives with so many other things that are distracting us and detracting from our possibility of having a great relationship with God. And we need to be intentional about creating space. And, and what you will find is that God works in the rhythms we create for Him. And so if you, if you don't have a good habit of prayer and you wish God spoke to you more, it's going to be hard for God to speak to you on a regular basis if you're not spending some regular time in prayer. But if you spend regular time in prayer, then that's going to happen more. If 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 you want to, you know, really understand God's word, that's going to be hard if you don't spend time reading God's word on a regular basis. But the more time you spend reading God's word, the more God's word will open up to you and the more Holy Spirit will teach you through his word and those kinds of things. So we have to start intentionally creating space in our lives for God to speak to us, to teach us, and to reveal himself to us so that as we spend time with him, we become like him because that's what happens. When you spend time with someone, you become like them. So if we want to become like Christ, we need to start spending a lot of time with him. So that is what the that is kind of the heart behind it. There's some you know quick practical tips about getting started this year. If you have questions about any of this, you know just send me an email or hop over to thejesushabit.com and send me a message there. Leave a comment on one of the, on this on this episode. But above it all, I, I just encourage you to try try something that you've never tried before. You know because if you don't ever try something new, you'll, you'll never become somebody different. So if you want to become somebody new, if you want to become like Christ, it's going to mean you have to take that step. And no matter how small that first step is, just take that first step and take another step and another step and another step, and eventually you'll find yourself following Jesus Christ full steam ahead. That's all I have for today. Uh, the podcast, The Daily Devotional, will start back up on January 20th, and then we'll have some other bonus episodes coming your way as well. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the week. We'll see you very soon right here on the Jesus Habit Podcast. www.thejesushabit.com